TV umpire to director, we have a player review. Can we rock and roll, please? After the rain comes the sunshine and after the maddening high up of, of episode 69 comes the sobering reality of episode 70. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Bits and Pieces, your friendliest neighborhood cricketing podcast, which promises to avoid any and all skirmishes in theory, except when cage matches are to be conducted over Ravichandra Rashwin fandom. Of course, we are talking about the IPL today because who even remembers that there's a World Cup later this year? except for a certain whatsapp group somewhere we saw this week the creation of a cage match at akana and it seems that a lot of us were reminded of the fact that virat kohli and gautam gambhir still have unfinished business i am samir and keeping all cricketing events of the last week aside i won't be divulging into a monologue to my fellow panelists about how hamare paas sirf 70 minute hai given that we are recording episode 70 on this fine sunday morning but we are here to remind you of how we are 20 games away from the magical figure of 70 in the prelims or round robin or whatever format in the IPL <laughs> and how most commentators will now say that this is an open tournament and as cliched as it may sound you know they're right one look at that points table and you'll see an eerie resemblance to cars stuck in silk board waiting to cross over to btm layout joining me today are two experts one who brings a journalistic point of view and another who brings a product manager's point of view as both of them collectively reminisce memories and carry the jd of every indian domestic player in the tournament jd as in job description and not jack daniels because i know you're going to open the bottle shortly chopper nose aka abhishek chopra aka rangoli man is the one who actually fills color to the entire long drawn narrative long drawn tournament in this ipl and it's only fair that he talks about some six hitting events while he plugs the other pod he's on so go ahead chops don't keep us waiting <laughs> no i have i have absolutely no clue what we're going to talk about but uh, without revealing uh, the other panelist and taking anything away from your intro i'm very excited only because he's around after dropping like a million bangers and zingers on the whatsapp group he's finally on the podcast so very excited about that <laughs> the other podcast is of course heads and tails thank you samir for uh, putting that in uh, the last episode that we recorded was inspired by uh, tim david um, his six hitting streak against one of the ipl teams i don't remember which one probably, <laughs> you don't even remember that's how long the ipl has been right probably rajasthan it was against punjab sunrisers punjab ah day punjab was not it punjab mamu which one was it all hitting streaks in the ipl have to be against punjab punjab kings <laughs> okay we'll go with punjab then. some team he hit some six against some team and so we spoke on our podcast about uh, three sixes on the trot by dhoni in the west indies in 2006 by dravid in england in 2011 and going back to kapil dev who hit four on the trot in 1990 versus england so that was our last uh, last episode thank you so much samir didn't agarkar and zahir khan also qualify there <laughs> yeah. I, we could only do a few of them mamu so i mean i would have loved to do more <laughs> but uh, also I mean, there there uh, we have proper editors unlike this podcast <laughs> <laughs> improper editors note the 
casualty in that Mumbai chase was indeed RR when Jason Holder, who is now ways on older, bowled with his pace on shoulder three balls like a mason boulder and the match that had a chase on smolder met its end with a blazing shoulder aka Tim David's bat that smoked three sixes. What of Punjab you ask? They did fall to MI in a chase where Tim David hit three fours and no sixes and Tilak Varma saw them home with three non-consecutive sixes. Man, I would win so many quizzes and comeback contests if I were allowed to buzz in from the editor's table. Oh, what is that? And what of SRH you ask? Well, yes, they also beat RR thanks to three consecutive sixes from Glenn Phillips. But before this editor's break turns into an editor's heartbreak, back to your original cuties. <laughs> also, last week was like, uh, what, a uh, streak of three sixes, right? Like what, Rahul Tevatiya hit three sixes in like a losing cause against DC. Phil Salt hit three sixes against uh, three sixes or was it two sixes yesterday against RCB? So lots of six hitting spree. But go- coming back to who's rounding off this insiders or dugout level panel is Vamu, Varun Murli, who's been keeping an eye on a lot of numbers. Knows a lot about up and coming players, but this time, although I let the theory for the later part of the episode, even he kind of agrees that there's been no Tevatiya levels of tearaway performances from a lot of the Indian talent. I think aside from Yashasvi Jaiswal, of course. So, Vamu, just tell us how the next few weeks hold and how I can rescue my fantasy team. Yeah, it's totally in the dumps. It's been like a very, very like different IPL. Like usually, like I mean, at the start of the IPL, like who would have imagined that your top wicket keepers would, uh, wicket takers would be Mohammad Shami, Mohammad Siraj, Piyush Chawla. Like it's 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 just been Tushar a Desh madass Pandey. IPL. Tushar Deshpande, who can forget Bedex <laughs> Junior? So it's just been a madass <laughs> IPL that way. So I think I think I was I was just like uh, collecting my thoughts for this IPL. It's just been a weird IPL that way in the sense that for the first time. You don't have like new top order Indian batters doing well. Instead, you have some good young Indian finishers doing well. Like you have Dhruv Jurel, uh, you have uh, Tevatia as well. You have like uh, the Jitesh Sharma from Punjab. So I think that's been a welcome development this IPL given how badly we struggle at the national level as far as finishers are concerned. Uh, but yeah, I think the bowling again has been like random. I mean, I remember after the last World Cup, Nitin Sundar went on a monologue asking about <laughs> Mohammad Shami's T20 credentials and like how can like you can how can you even think of constructing a T20 team with Mohammad Shami in it? But he's been the standout bowler in the IPL by like a country mile. Like his new yeah. ball spells have been absolutely mind-blowing and is probably the main reason why GT are topping the table right now. If GT are topping the table, if, that if. is. No, but uh, I, th- I think it's safe to say for record that GT might as well top the table unless there's like a major meltdown from them. But uh, fair point about Shami Siraj, who has a stellar power play, who had a stellar power play record before yesterday, uh, but was taken to the cleaner. But everyone has an off day. But Given that highlight of last week has to has to be that absolute meltdown at Ekana. What was that fight? What was that Royal Rumble that followed the IPL? Right. Last uh, Sunday, 
before uh, uh, you know we or, or actually before the match or the day of the match i don't remember any of that but some at some time uh, you know during that conversation uh, tony the godfather of the podcast mentioned uh, how um uh, you know uh, we don't have any drama any characters anything in the ipl this time and it's getting really boring <laughs> and uh, we need more uh, needle and i don't know some fancy words he used uh, and vamu and i were there and uh, kostav was there a long forgotten member of the whatsapp group and the podcast and uh, Uh, Vipul was also there so five of us were listening to Tony go on about uh, you know how there was no drama and i mean they promptly delivered uh, i don't know man it's it's you know one of those things where kohli is always going to be like that gambhir is always going to be like that and uh, i mean i could only remember that that uh, man of the match presentation that happened in sri lanka um you know what seems like ages ago when uh, both of them had scored centuries and uh, gambhir was the man of the match and gambhir out of the blue called uh, kohli onto the stage and uh, kohli took the man of the match award and then they didn't interview kohli they interviewed only gambhir i don't know yes, could have crazy. easily done that but yeah i mean from there to where uh, things have reached uh, right now uh obviously doesn't make for great viewing but there's also this whole aspect that's bandied about you know where cricketers are role models and they're expected to behave a certain way i think all of that is bullshit people will do what seems right to them in the moment and both of them lost their top and uh, had a war of words which could have gotten ugly and the yeah. the funny thing for me was how faftu plessy always finds himself uh, somewhere in the center of all this <laughs> thankfully this time he didn't have uh, he, i mean he had more uh, clothes on than uh, just the towel that was and the, the case, orange uh, cap <laughs> and the orange cap yeah and the orange uh, so the the series in south africa that uh, that had the sandpaper incident had him uh, roaming around in a towel trying to bake a fight this time he had more clothes on which also tells you that uh, the ipl is uh, much richer than south african cricket unfortunately but uh, <laughs> the trouble was brewing right like this this transpired to that one run win that lsg did over rcb at chinnaswamy and then gambhir came out to the crowd and then just silenced them and all of that it was always bubbling so even throughout this game kohli was animated he was gesticulating towards the crowd about you know how gambhir was and there was a particular drs review where um, which lsg took which was short short uh, they knew that they were going to fail but yet after the decision again kohli suddenly is animated and how he was like speaking to kyle myers and suddenly gambhir turns up doesn't shake hands and then I mean, it is just like smackdown royal rumble wrestlemania that happens i think uh, like i have a slightly outlandish theory to this <laughs> I don't think like <laughs> Kohli and Gambhir have much of a problem to be honest between themselves. I mean for some reason Kohli has like been at aggression 200 this particular IPL. I think it started in the uh, DC game also. Now we can all do forensics about like whether Gambhir ran away or Kohli ran away but like that also <laughs> uh left a bit of a bad taste in the mouth because you're talking about two legends of the IPL and like like really day day gangly legend of IPL gangly he is a legend of the IPL come on he's like he's, he's, he was, he was previous legend of IPL governing council that is his claim to fame 
probably yeah yeah and uh, and so i think kohli has just been like bubbling around i think in this particular match i think it started with uh, noor ahmed uh, there have been like some posts around how noor ahmed has been you mean navin ulhak like no sorry yeah no yeah sorry i get i get like the afghan players mr <laughs> navin ulhak has been a bit of a uh, what do you call a troublemaker on the field in all the t20 leagues that he has played i think there is track record of him in the psl uh, in the bangladesh league etc so i think the whole incident started with on a low slow wicket mohammed siraj losing his head and starting to bowl bouncers out of nowhere it's like the worst over of bowling that i've seen this ipl because <laughs> it was just like giving pace and bounce on that wicket on a platter to a tail ender and poor mishibai as well like has this ipl contract where he will like burn only 200 calories per day <laughs> with lsg is made to bowl four overs that day mm. had to come out to bat and like run for 20 25 runs i mean i really felt sorry for him because i mean it, <laughs> it, it, it's just like i mean a guy who is like just impacts up there into bowl and hopefully avoid fielding he had to do the whole hog that day so i think it just like started from this whole navino luck thing and obviously with rcb winning kohli can go overboard a bit and obviously gambhir the competitive guy that he is uh, he, he he was going out looking for a fight basically what is weird really weird here and they're like a couple <laughs> the ipl governing council immediately fined them and the next day kohli was on instagram with a couple of new sponsors and he had like a couple of guys like oh isne already fined chukali <laughs> <laughs> yeah and after that he seems to have gone and written a letter to bcci of all people saying oh, wow. that no, i wasn't in the wrong why was i fined etc like it was just something on the field i don't agree with like my match fee deduction of 100% etc going on and on and with somebody like kohli i thought he would have like put a full stop after the game but it just seems to be going on and on uh kohli is somebody who obviously does like uh, rely on this to give him performances a bit of a kick but unfortunately siraj has also taken the agro bandwagon and his bowling has been horrible in the last two matches i think like what had started off as a dream ipl for him where he was again like along with shami the best bowler the last couple of matches his bowling has gone to bits and you can again he was again picking up and pieces and with, bits and pieces yeah. with with phil salt yesterday so yeah i mean it's 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 just weird i mean like it's almost as if acha ipl no trps let's make some trps and let's just keep going the players have taken it uh, uh, at their end basically it's 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 just weird yeah i mean i mean yeah, when one... when uh, samir when you mentioned uh, smackdown or something i was imagining uh, a return match between these two teams at chinnaswami um, uh, lucknow and bangalore and then uh, the dj playing uh, uh, the kurt angle music on the on the speaker and then the cameraman uh, panning towards uh, gambhir and then the crowd chanting you suck tain <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
by the way i was just checking the fair play award table out of academic interest most important table uh, and rcb for some reason are not bottom of the table like there are two teams which are worse off than them so What? like my continuing theory around i think before yesterday rajasthan royals and kolkata knight rajasthan royals will always be i think like bottom of the fair play table this is them paying their dues for what ashwin did to butler like yeah. many years back basically or yeah. like uh, i mean i think it's it's weird i i don't remember any incident surrounding rr or even kkr this ipl but and yeah look at where of the table. near bottom and look look at where lsg are like again sixth we should send all their papers for revaluation i think this just makes no sense delhi capitals is top of the table and they are like what ninth or ninth what is this 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 table this, is fair this, table does not make sense i have seen a bit of a correlation that like the team that finishes bottom of the table in the ipl is usually like top of the table on the fair play league i think <laughs> it happened with csk like uh whenever they uh, finish bottom of the table so this there is some kind of correlation basically but yeah i i've always i think the one thing about the ipl that has fascinated me the most is how the fair play table like does like the team which finishes top get something for being top of the fair play table yeah i mean they they might get like 1 lakh ptm 1 lakh rupees in ptm cash or something probably because because i still remember there was this uh, nice throwback interesting anecdote if i were to use nitin sundar's analogy i i remember the first game after demonetization i believe this was uh, india sri lanka or india new zealand and kidar jadhav who is now coincidentally playing for rcb was the man of the match and he got his man of the match award not as a check but as some 1 lakh or 10 lakh in paytm cash and then there was a lenovo tab or something on which they clicked and then there was that paytm animation that came on the award screen so there was basically no use for the person who was giving out the award you would give out a check but this person clicked on a lenovo tab and kid kedar jadhav received it as a qr on his phone so i am just laughing at if probably there is something like this at stake for all the teams but uh, but it's interesting to see how the fair play table is entirely not mirroring the log jam that is there on the points table today only one team probably clear from the rest of the nine teams and probably barring sunrisers hyderabad which i think it's another one of those things that might not age well because last week i'd said dc might are academically out of it but mathematically in it probably orange fire team is out of it but unless if they make any effort against rr and then crash them this is probably the most open tournament we have seen in the last five so called open tournaments with 20 leagues to go right guys what are your thoughts there is uh, our favorite colleagues uh, sandy sandy ji's theories about the ipl so yes like besides this super over thing happening only during the night he has another theory about this ipl about how like usually every ipl there is like one team that is a stand away like leader uh, number 2 and number 3 spots get like decided in the penultimate game of the ipl and in the last game of the ipl you invariably have three teams that are in a position to qualify like for the fourth <laughs> spot and it's like it's 
I mean, if you like go back to the history of the IPL, yes, I mean, ninety percent of the editions, ninety percent of the editions, this would have been true basically. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, every IPL, you will have you will have one team who will be bottom of the table, like in the mid midpoint of the IPL, and then they will start putting together a run. I think this this year, I am watching out for Delhi Capitals to do that uh, because I think they won. I'm not mistaken, four out of their last five games or something like that. So oh, wow. I think at this point, it's safe to say that GT and CSK is through in the two spots, which should have ideally been LSG or RR, are a little bit doubtful than what we are looking at from last week. I had like LSG topping the table at the start. I know it's going to sound weird that I when I say this. With KL Rahul out, I expect LSG to miss out on the playoffs. They've they've gone for a very, very left field. Like, I mean, literally last week we were looking at the list of like elderly test statesmen who could make comebacks or elderly cricketers who could make comebacks. Like, I think we had like Karun Nair on that list. We had Kedar Jadav on that list, etc. for making a late comeback into the WTC team after the selection of <laughs> Ajinkya Rahane. And now all of them have now IPL teams where they are going to start. So this is like really fascinating. <laughs> teams who had like zero like use of experience when the bidding, auction, etc. was taking place. Now they are like rushing for... the very same players uh, towards the end so it's like it just speaks to the horrible auction strategy that most of these teams employ in the first place uh, kedar jadav actually i mean when sanjay bangar reached out to him I, I, and i think this has been quoted <laughs> as well kedar jadav thought that rcb were reaching out to him for a coaching role basically <laughs> so i mean that's that's how like weird it is um, Karun Nair uh, and Samir can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's been there in the Karnataka T20 team either, basically. For, so for like for he's not for he's him not. to like LSD to like go and like it's almost like a Kannadiga quota there. So KL Rahul is out. Like who is the next best Karnataka batsman we can find? So yeah, in comes Karun Nair. So yeah, to the back to the main point. I think LSD are going to miss out. I actually expect Mumbai Indians. uh to make it through uh, they've got a few matches remaining at the wankede where i think they have now quite become quite formidable chasing scores uh the fourth i think will be like a toss up between uh, rr and maybe even uh, dc i think uh, i i expect both of them to make like solid late runs streak when we were recording dc had to win all their remaining six games uh out of the remaining six to even make a run for the playoffs and for other things to happen they won two convincing games against gt and rcb and they have four more that they need to win and even then they might fall short but it's just astonishing that they've found a gear when people least expected it for me the only disappointing thing is uh, obviously i i can't make head or tail of uh... uh this podcast uh, this podcast ne this table because uh, i i can't this podcast <laughs> nobody Abhishek can make choppernos choppernos has thrown the towel in like after last week where he was saturday at like turned up at a restaurant at the wrong time from like 
<laughs> searching for podcast to record now is i can't make sense can't of make any podcast. of these podcasts <laughs> intro sorted <laughs> intro sorted <laughs> i know but the point is uh, you know what, what is happening etc you you are referring to random games that are happening amo is doing some expert analysis i absolutely much sense out of it the only thing that i'm really sad about and karthik um, another uh, great uh, friend of the pod is going to be supremely sad uh, as well that hyderabad are languishing at the bottom and have no chance in hell of making a comeback Orange that team fire contains idiots. yeah that team contains so many of my favorites there's uh, lara and there's uh, dale stain and uh, there's murli and uh, you know uh, all of those guys i like really hemang really badani hemang badani but uh, badani. so yeah so, I, i'm just sad about uh, you know them languishing at the bottom um, i hope uh, i don't know when is the big mass auction where everyone changes their teams when does that, that happen that was last year oh shit that was last year <laughs> now the, now the now the next one will be like when everybody least anticipates it. it there is no like there is no like pattern for it it's just when when some of the oh. teams feel like i don't think there's been a pattern i think, I think it. it's once every 3 years, three years and... no i think it's once yeah, every 3 years mega auction they call it mega no? auction yeah but like and we then, have uh... had like uh, like uh, 15 editions of the ipl like have we had like five mega auctions i think we've had like know. four i believe there was one between i think 2017 and 2016 or what 2016 20... no but i think i think last time uh, after the last mega auction there was a lot of news that like mega auctions may be a thing of the past going forward yeah because uh, i mean i think there was some disappointment that why teams are not able to regain players who they have like put trust in especially youngsters etc so i wouldn't be like surprised if we don't have another mega auction for a while and now anyhow teams are like choosing to let go of players after one season also right so yeah. it just becomes a field where like i think it becomes more of a playing field where teams can actually build teams uh, focusing on the long run absolutely and and the other thing about mega auctions is that i think the last one specifically was that there were two new teams that were drafted in and then there was that draft pick that happened before right so during the draft pick um, a lot of teams got chance to you know pick players from the same pool so it's dominantly indians you will still have the foreigners who will go unsold you will still have the foreigners who will get like a um, you know a paycheck or like a stint with any of the the teams but you know be benched classical case being quinton de kock or say say even benched stokes because he's been benched and he benched has stokes huh? yeah benched stokes benched um, stokes yeah so and he's not even visiting the coronation right and even adil rashid for srh for that matter like gun bowler made for t20 format but he's just not not been there and and surprisingly he's one of the right picks for a stadium of the size of uppal where a lot of the boundary dimensions and the stadium dimensions come into play so you're just crazy i mean mind boggling auction strategies but then again it comes back to the same point that ipl as a tournament is a game itself is random that on any day anyone can turn up and beat you it's just that random right like and i mean there is no greater proof than yesterday where 
Phil Salt of all people just took on Siraj, right? And and I think speaking of when Choppy mentioned that a lot of his favorites were in SRH, I still remember that after the KKR SRH game, uh, Brian Lara in the press said that people need to use their upper chamber, right? Like there was 14 out of 10, a no ball gets bowled and you're like, what, 13 out of 10 or something. And then after that, you were only able to score four runs of the next 10 balls. I mean, oh, wow. not taking anything away from Varun Chakravarti, who bowled the final over, who bowled well. But there was one shot from uh, Abdul Samad, which went straight to Cow Corner, the fielder at Cow Corner. And he just did not have to move. I mean, and that's how crazy it was. I mean, SRH, again. Yeah, he I, was he was literally just using the upper chamber and not the long chamber, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one's used the long chamber. And and I think one thing is fairly clear at this point. You clearly have one team that is definitely under par and most likely to get rolled over bar like say one game or two games where they'll spring a surprise and be party poopers. And then the expectation more likely towards Gujarat Titans is that they might seal their qualification today when they play against LSG, given that how LSG are going through this transition. So, yeah. with that... Yeah, I think uh, SRH should be relegated to BBL or something. Go play there. <laughs> oh, I think SRH's, SRH's main contribution to the IPL has been via Harry Brook. I think, uh, and his like takes, which My seemingly God. look to antagonize Indian fans, basically, he started off saying like, Look, I've scored a century. I knew people would be on my back, etc. I think his latest hot take involves Indian cuisine. This is like, who has curry for breakfast? While, <laughs> while biryani is good, like, how can you keep eating biryani all the time? So, <laughs> a classic case of somebody who is like, seems to be like supremely confident in his abilities and what he says. But yeah, I think given how the team is performing, it's probably not coming across very well and even his personal performance basically and and i and mm-hmm. i find this extremely ironic given that uh, sunrisers eastern cape actually won the inaugural south african premier league i mean they had the same captain aiden makram was there some of the folks in the team the support staff and the south african players who came in were the same right like there is aiden makram wait for all the csk fans to come in and say did dhoni play the <laughs> south african premier league <laughs> who were the captains <laughs> who were the captains who were the captains <laughs> I think I think we should now listen to uh, Vamu's theory about how Rohit Sharma is going to be the next uh, CSK captain. That is like a done thing, right? Because I think Danny Morrison asked in just this year, like to Dhoni, like how are you enjoying your last season? And Dhoni is immediately like, you you guys have already decided it is my last season. This fellow is like going to be like now from specialist wicketkeeper. I think next year he'll just turn up a specialist fielder or something like that and specialist just like mentor. keep playing the I keep playing the IPL. The one thing that I will give credit to Dhoni and maybe I think even even more than Faf, I think his level of fitness to turn up for this tournament, like playing mm-hmm. once a year, I think that's just commendable. I think it just speaks about his professionalism, etc. Uh, though his keeping has been quite ordinary this season, but uh, generally doesn't like look to be somebody who is struggling for fitness, etc. So I think that's that's 
credit to him somebody who does seem to be struggling for fitness a lot is the said mumbai indians captain like he started off before the wtc like before the ipl saying that we will constantly monitor workload of everybody and like people will be given breaks etc only person who has been taking breaks in this ipl is the said person like whenever like Rohit was it got really zero did happen three. it really did happen yesterday and Dhoni <laughs> was like two of three not out it really did happen yesterday yeah <laughs> amazing well done yeah. that was one and the other thing the other thing that happened was uh, uh, i think uh, some match at vankhede uh, obviously the crowd was uh, chanting rohit's name and rohit uh, you know tried to do the cool thing the gen z thing by making a hand shaped heart emoji and that uh, actually turned out to be like how you hold a vada pav <laughs> yeah for him heart emoji is vada pav no his heart is in vada pav so <laughs> and you know the the third thing that i want to say is that one of the things rohit said before the ipl started was that if teams get eliminated the indian players in those team which are going to be there in the wtc final will be sent ahead of uh, others and uh, this of course is courtesy our uh, aspirational sponsor thomas cook so that <laughs> so he's he's so sure of that he's putting himself uh, you know out there for elimination so that he can fly early to england yeah, he's he's, to he's probably either jinxing himself or reverse jinxing himself i mean while the actual jinx just goes and plays like crazy and he's got a seat into the wtc like rahane but having said that aside i mean uh, i just think that if you remember from a couple of seasons ago dream 11 did this ad uh, with ashwin a couple of seasons ago <laughs> couple of seasons ago i mean <laughs> that's how i'm like I, i don't know last sense of time after 2020 so a couple of uh, seasons ago dream 11 did this ad with ashwin ye muttu mere ground ka bahar soup bechta tha you can actually do repeat the same ad with rohit sharma and some vada pav seller probably aram vada pav or whichever is closest to oval maidan right like do that I and mean, instead of aram vada pav on... actually makes sense i mean that's exactly on brand aram se khelega teen baar khelega very much on brand sponsorship but then This is one of those first you heard here at BNP podcast Rohit Sharma as captain of CSK in 2024 are you going to whistle podu or are you going to do vada pav podu anyone's guesses <laughs> whilst whilst we are in towards the business end of the tournament this is certainly dhoni's swan song right i can barring some miracle we have been saying this for the last 5 years 
they released they released that movie right like now that is like sure shot uh, indication like they even re-released the movie every ground where csk plays people are turning up with dhoni jerseys and it's just crazy and then ms dhoni movie really releases so certainly i will is... tell you how this how will tell you how this works after the ipl you will have six months of speculation about how each of the other 10 csk players are in contention to be the new captain of csk <laughs> then come january you will see ha ah, dhoni coming back again it's been happening yeah. for the last 3 uh, years be... without fail without fail and i don't see it like changing again especially given how like csk are able to manage with so little of dhoni i don't really think there is any combination issue or anything so i i just think dhoni is going to continue and and, yeah. and i think at... uh, there yeah, will be one video which will be which will be released by csk in the middle of an india tour to some country there will be a video released by csk where uh, dhoni is coming out with like 20 bats in his hands and uh, you know yeah, just yeah. randomly waving them around and the ground <laughs> is full and he's going to hit like obviously four balls only and then go back <laughs> and that will be the return of dhoni for the next season Vamu, how many of uh, how many of our uh, squad members for uh, WTC are now injured? Yeah. And out? that was the next thing that I was coming to. Like before the start of the IPL, I was honestly worried about all our like bowlers because we don't really have a lot of like bowling depth there. Like I think outside of Siraj and Shami, like the third seamer, I think it's a bit of a lottery there. Uh, so that is where i was worried but now you have our batsmen going down like nine pins basically you had like i mean pant of course that was an unfortunate incident altogether not then you have like shreyas ayer would have probably have been like a sure shot starter last week i felt for badly for kl rahul because he was like backup for all the positions in the <laughs> team so i think there there goes another starter for you so i think the only guy who is like really seems to be safe is good old pujara pujara who is like who is like scoring century after century and is like asking umpires also acha steve smith jab batting karne aata out de dena usko wait don't they play for the same team yeah yeah they yeah, did yeah, he, and they uh, did but like smith got an absolute shocker like uh, <laughs> got out of it it was i mean shocker. it was near uh, so this this bowler is very funnily named tongue the worcestershire bowler and uh, this is like a very harmless uh, middle of the pitch kind of a ball that strikes uh, um, strikes uh, steve smith somewhere near his uh, pajama ka nada and he's promptly given out lbw uh, and and uh, i i mean can't obviously react much uh, because he's only playing three games for uh, sussex but i think yeah i i would like to believe uh, vamu's theory that uh, uh, the other steve cheteshwar pujara had something to do steve. with it yeah. uh, and uh, he's caused this uh, dismissal so that uh, steve smith doesn't get a chance to practice well before the oval uh, final and uh, cheteshwar pujara himself went on to score what 130 odd uh, amazing yeah. runs um, in the same match and then uh, i think the last day of the match is today it's mostly going to be a draw because one whole day was rained out but yeah for pujara nothing succeeds like sussex 
Absolutely. And I mean, call that as it may, that was like a good tongue lashing for uh, Steve Smith. <laughs> so, Vamudi 11 is going to be what? Rohit and then uh, Day, we've been Shubman. As of, this. as of today, yes. But this is like subject to more injuries that can happen. I think yeah. it will be, I think it's, I think uh, now that Unatkat's participation also looks oh, yeah. quite oh, uncertain yeah. after his injured. injury. Yeah. So, my only like uh, doubt was around who the third seamer was going to be. I would have probably gone for Unatkat ahead of Umesh uh, in the scheme of things for variety and uh, Unatkar also like I think gives a bit more like uh, dry bowling as compared to uh, Umesh. I think now I think between Umesh and Shardul, I think the preference would be to start with Umesh. I think playing Shardul as a third seamer in those conditions I think may just be a bit of a stretch. So I would think Umesh starts as the third seamer along with uh, Siraj and Shami and Bedex, along with the two spinners. But Bedex has been has not been doing anything right yeah, but like, there's but enough is... space for everyone no you have you have okay wait you have five of these uh siraj uh shami uh Mish, Mish, ashwin jadeja ashwin then jadeja. you have yeah. ks bharat that makes it six and then yeah. you have uh shubman rohit pujara kohli and who's the next one Rahane. of course our specialist slip catcher jinx Rane, oh, Rane. Rane. Oh, yeah. Rane. Oh, shit. Rane gets a, gets a place in the 11 now. Nice. So, five batsmen, yeah. five bowlers and uh, one keeper. Nice. I yeah, don't think that's... we have a sixth batsman to call on, even if we wanted to change the combination slightly. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. I, 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 think, I, they'll, I think they'll call one of the wicket keepers or the batsmen who are in the India A fringes. Probably someone like, say, an Abhi, Abhimanyu Ishwaran or someone or who's the other guy, Upendar Yadav. Yeah, or but Upendra none of Yadav. them are going to But No, they're not going, going to play. To they're not going to play. But they might be drafted in as covers given that anything might happen, right? Like the IPL. Like yeah. And our favourite... Our favorite backup will definitely be there, namely Ishan K. Ishan. I think they even yes. named Navdeep Saini, uh, Natrajan, not Natrajan. Oh, Navdeep Kumar. Saini. Yeah, what has happened far, to him? He's not in the IPL. I think, I think, I think, I think Navdeep Saini, Natrajan, all backup is pure, like trying to replicate GABA vibes, basically. There is no other logical reason for all these guys to be named as backup for a test match today. I think this is all just pure replication of GABA vibes. I think Jami sir and Rohit have decided, like, let's see who are the backup net bowlers. We'll call all of them and we will replicate GABA vibes, basically. That's what is happening. couple of uh, significant events on the women's cricket front as well that we just want to briefly touch upon. Um, stellar bowlers, Shabnam Ismail and Catchkiver Brunt have announced their retirement um, both in moving posts and both of them have done to the women's game that nobody can ever imagine. Uh, bit surprised by uh, Shabnam Ismail's uh, resignation not so much by uh, Cats Giver brands because having they've been uh, because she's been a part of a few successful sides, but uh, Shabna Ismail really tasted success with the recent uh, WT20. So 
folks thoughts on this where does women's bowling go forward because they they've retired fairly early i think by the looks of some of the numbers right choppy yeah no i think i think south africa uh, perhaps need to do something the men's cricket obviously is is not in great shape in that sense but i don't know maybe five of their stalwarts have retired in the past few months yeah. or yeah because of probably. fitness and, issues and because of uh, protests yeah. right like dian van nieker a uh, yeah. most so, famous name shabnam ismail so uh, out of ways. my ignorance like has there been a reason been given like is it to play in more leagues or like i mean yeah i think i think just... that's going to be the case famu uh, shabnam is still going to play in uh, t20 leagues around the world now that the wpl is also there which obviously has bigger money than most of these other leagues uh, uh, she's probably going to focus on that uh, a lot more uh hopefully that's the case and we uh, continue to see her pace bowling in these leagues uh but yeah i mean other than that it's it's just uh, sad for south african women's cricket because they've lost uh, quite a few of their stalwarts to uh, you know for various reasons and uh, improper uh, management let's call it out for a probably what it yeah, is. probably yeah. yeah yeah and then uh, siver brand obviously i mean a complete uh, uh, you know uh, hero of uh, women's cricket in uh, england and around the world her some of her spells that i came across uh, in the last test that india played in england and even the other cricket that india have played against her and uh, you know her uh, burgeoning rivalry with uh, shafali uh, you know a, a very young cricketer out to make a mark on one end and uh, a seasoned seasoned uh, grizzled pro on the other end was was uh, quite nice to see uh but yeah i mean it's it's uh, it's good that we have uh, you know such high profile uh, uh, cricketers in the women's game more and more and uh, hopefully they've uh, shown a path for other youngsters to follow absolutely and, and yeah i think I... that catherine brunt versus shefali battle i think uh, i mean now that we reflect and look back on catherine brunt's career that like had traces of or shades of mervukes versus tendulkar during tendulkar's debut tour of australia like you have wow. like a, like so, a bowler who is very mean and like who looks ferocious against a young prodigy so yeah uh, that's just a reflection on my part yeah vamu sir has unwittingly dropped the theory that shefali verma is going to be like a greatest of all time uh, run scorer for india in the women's cricket field but great i whilst i wish both of them absolute uh, luck and whatever in they pursue i i do want to call out the fact that cat river brands uh, retirement press release had a nice nice little call that said that i found the love of my life in this game and i found nat so it's just a beautiful <laughs> touch to that love story that that was running yeah. and and i i don't think i think the naming confusion initially aside uh, i think uh, it's just uh, it's just a beautiful thing to have happened on the field so wishing them yeah. both of luck and hoping to see them probably somewhere in the near future in wpl hopefully wearing rcb colors and winning the cup there but eh, yeah. then once someone remains eternally hopeful so i think so- the last thing that i just quickly pointed out i uh, want to point out is uh, kudos to pakistan number 1 in that odi league table after their victory Crazy. against new zealand uh, 
uh, I think credit to them and credit to Babar Azam. Uh, a nice little touch there. I think uh, uh, I think May sixth is when they became number one, and uh, that was like uh, exactly nine years after Babar Azam nice. received his first call up to the Pakistan uh, team as part of a preparatory camp. So there is a tweet from. Babar uh, uh, on 6th May 2014. So that was a nice touch. Also, the legend that Babar, he, he is now the quickest to 5,000 ODI runs. Uh, so quick question to wrap up, like, who are the top five on that list, the quickest to 5,000 runs? I think one of them would be Kohli. So the three others. Hashim. Hashim, Hashim, Amla, is Hashim Amla is second. Hashim Amla is second. Yeah, Hashim Amla is second. I'm going uh, to go with ABD. Nope. Martin Gaptel. Uh, no. Martin, nope. I don't think he has even. Think, think, think. Third is old school and fifth is like a modern left-handed opening great. Travid, Travid and Ganguly. Yeah, old school. Yeah. Old school. Old yeah, school. third is the one and only. Viv like, Richards. Vivian. Yeah, Viv Richards. Viv Richards. And uh, who who did you say is the last one? Left modern day left. Sir, modern left-handed opening. Warner. Ah, Warner. opener. Yeah, Warner. Yeah, uh, David oh, Warner. Warner. Nice, so, nice, good. So, but like Babar is like ninety-seven innings. Amla is hundred and one innings. So credit to Babar. Uh, also talking about the ODI league, I think it's a nice touch that Josh Little has. Got left the IPL to play three ODIs uh, against Bangladesh as Ireland looked to qualify directly for the World Cup uh, as per that ODI uh, Super League that hopefully Tony has been updating uh, regularly. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully. The, the surprise there uh, is that like Ireland are also playing a test match against England post the IPL. And Josh Little has been rested from the Ireland squad. So it just shows uh, priorities of international teams these days. It's sad on reflection. I would have thought it would have been a huge event for Ireland. Uh, they, they do have a couple of good seam bowlers. Otherwise, it's not as if Josh Little has been playing first-class cricket consistently. But it's just sad to see that uh, he is not part of the test squad. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I read that too today, and um, yeah, it's it's a sad little thing to happen. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yep. And on that note, here's Choppy Varun Vam or Vamu sir, who just dropped two amazing theories, and you heard it first on bits and pieces. And yours truly, Samir, calling calling curtains on episode seventy. And yes, he was hoping that by the time this podcast rolls back on next Sunday, we will have some little clarity on who's going to qualify. So that's it from us. Say bye-bye, folks. Bye. Bye. And hopefully no more injuries for the Indian cricket team next week. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs>